Jessica told us, happy Topless Tuesday. It's Topless Tuesday today? Well, she was accused of walking around the improv topless this morning. Why? (laughs) Because from a distance, and honestly, if she goes real back, like it looks, it's like a flesh-colored, like, you know, tube top. So it kind of looks like she was just walking around topless. Our intern, by the way, is super adorable. How old are you, by the way? 20. 20? 20? You can't even legally drink? Have I been giving you alcohol this entire time? No, Sarah. Oh, thank God. Oh, my God. I feel like everybody, I go, hey, you want a drink? Oh, thank God. Oh, that'd be just my luck. I'm telling you. You know, it's so hard these days to stay out of trouble. It doesn't matter if you're online, in person. Anyway. Um, but you're super cute, and you always dress really well. And this top does look actually see-through. I mean, it is see-through, Sarah. kind of, yeah. yeah. Wow. Oh, is that the point? No. Well, <laughs> no. I have, like, there's, like, a bra underneath it. Oh, okay. Lace. Yeah. Got it. Got it. Well, you look great. It's very in, Sarah. I'm going to wear that it. next. Yeah. <laughs> What would you say, Sammy? I mean, go for it. Whatever. It's your life. Oh, my God. Well, um, it always seems like we go way too long. It seems like the last time we did a show was ages ago, and I feel like I have so much to catch you up on. How was your weekend? It was awesome. I uh, what did you, Give me the scoop. What did you do? What's, what's going on in your world? Everybody wants to know. Well, um, I fielded harassment from my friends as to why I was stupid enough to send that stupid text to that girl. They're like, you should have just gone ghost, you moron. Why would you ever take Sarah's advice? Like, you know better than this. So I got harassed about that. So have you and that girl, by the way, because Sammy, if you're just picking up the podcast, Sammy had started to sort of go out on what? Two dates with a listener? Three dates with this girl. Three yeah. dates with a listener, this podcast. And he didn't really want to talk about it on air. But then he came in one day and was like, hey, look, I feel like I'm really busy. What should I say to her? I'm just going to start ghosting I her. I just told you I was going to go ghost. Yeah, I didn't and ask I you said, for advice. Unsolicited, you told me to write this huge text to her about how, you know, we're just not in the right place right now and I can't continue this relationship. And then her response sarcastically was, I don't know what we were in, but good luck. <laughs> Well, look, I thought she handled it very maturely. She responded, and you did the right thing. I don't care what your friends say. You did the right thing. That was not the right thing. The door is definitely still open. Mm -hmm. That's such a lie. That was not the right thing, Sarah. I stand by it. I don't know why you'd stand by something like that, but okay. Um, Well, you know, I'm upset with you today because I had a really rough weekend thanks to your unsolicited advice. Oh, so you went to Brewer's Ball and got hammered? Is that what happened? Oh, my God. I did go to Brewer's Ball. Oh, okay. Brewer's Ball is interesting. A lot of people are like, what is it? It's to benefit cystic fibrosis Mm -hmm. in the D.C. area. And it's all local breweries paired with foods. Yes. So a lot of, uh, you know, a lot of great restaurants were there. Charlie Palmer Steakhouse. It's pretty uh, much a big booze I fest. I mean, that's, it's, it's basically a big booze fest. It's awesome. Big... It's a good time. Everyone dresses really nice. You go to the National Building Museum, get all fancy, and then drink some of the most exquisite and exclusive beer in the world. It you is. It's I mean? amazing. Uh, and Jack Diamond Show actually hosted. Jimmy was there. Sorry, you, what? Can you see if we can log into the texts still? Oh, I'm Because I think we should send them some harassing texts from there. It was so bad, by the way. Well, Sarah, you don't have to actually, you know, you can just text them the text. You don't have to log on to their text. Well, no, but we, then we, if we still have the log on to, 1073 and RQX's um, text line because they don't still change it. works. Those oh my fucking God. morons. <laughs> 
Still works. Give me that. Give me that. I want to. Because honest to God, they got up there and started making. Jimmy started referencing like Friendster or some stupid ass like age old kind. It was so bad. It's yeah. I don't know. Bad. Can you tell? Well, right now it? they're getting texts about WWE, so <laughs> clearly they're they know their audience. <laughs> Makes one zero seven three. We still have the uh, tweet. The um, text that line. and they're no joke. There's a listener that spelled this is this is how they spell the word fewest. F u e e s t. F u e e s t. Fewest. Maybe that's fiest. No, like a fiest. no. Few. <laughs> the fewest people I've ever met in my life was in Chicago, and they spelled fewest, well, F-U-E-E-S-T. Could you just respond to people? I, I would actually, all right, you're right. I should probably text, and then maybe we could have a whole text conversation. Nice hosting on Saturday Night Dickwad. Jack says learn how to spell dickface. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, my God. I don't know. I just love giving them a hard time. What can I say? I think it's hysterical. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, Brewers Ball was great. It was a lot of fun, and it is for a good cause. So, And you had to work that night, so you were going to join us. Because I, I was looking forward to your commentary on well, the whole situation. I was looking forward to it because, first off, all my friends are, like, all my, a lot of my friends work in the beer industry around here. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And so every time I go to those events, it's just, it's like a huge reunion. I get to see a thousand people I know. And I was really looking forward to hanging out with everybody. Um, but instead, I had to, I promised a friend I would help him out, and I had to help him. Finish some stuff up. So you're just a hustling guy. You're a working guy. You know. You know. Well, I'm kind of upset because actually, I, I thought at first that I was upset because of some unsolicited advice that you gave me, which you did, but I just didn't take it. And mm-hmm. now I'm upset at myself that I didn't take you, it. Oh, so this is actually a positive thing. Yeah. Should we play the disclaimer first? Yeah. Yeah. Hit me with this. This is a statement intended to specify or delimit the scope of rights and obligations that may be exercised and enforced by parties in a legally recognized relationship. Wait, what? This is your disclaimer. The Hey Frage podcast may not be suitable for all years. Oh. Yes. Yes, yes. Um, so anyway, last week, right, yeah. I spilt water when mm-hmm. we were here on my brand new laptop. Yes. Okay. You had said to me, you go take it to Apple and lie to them. Lie to them about what happened. Just say you don't know. Just say I don't know, right? Yeah. So what do I do? I try I and be traveling, an honest person. I get home and now my computer. But like that's it. Not like they checked. They're not the FBI. You don't. They don't, they don't make you swear under oath. It's Apple. Okay. Well, I made a huge mistake. So I take it to Apple and I tell them I spilt water on it. <laughs> <laughs> Amateur move. Amateur move. Well, I know. I'm screwed. Honest <laughs> to God. So they're going to they, charge you up the ass. They now. are. They are charging me up the ass. So they told me it's not covered by Apple Care, despite I paid $200 for yep. that waste of crap. Yep. And now they're saying I have to. They have to send it away, and it's going to be seven hundred dollars. Jeez, for what? Seven hundred dollars. Okay, so I fried. You know where you plug in? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So now the computer does not turn on unless it's plugged in. Okay. So that little thing is fried because you know they went back and like examined the computer, and then it also registers the date as it's like Groundhog's Day on my computer. It registers the date as December thirty first, twenty fourteen. Okay. Over and over, and you can't change the date. So That's therefore. Awesome. No, it sucks. So therefore, now when I'm trying to open future documents, it goes, I can't open your Google because you're trying to open it in the future. And it doesn't exist yet. Yeah. That's awesome. Dude, that's so cool. How does it feel to live in the past? (laughs) It sucks. What was 2014 like? Yeah, what was 2014 like? I don't know. You're the one from 2014. Don't look at me like I know. (laughs) My computer just seems really, really old. Well, 2014. 2014. Jeez. 
I know. So here's my question to you. I, I first of all, I should realize by now that you are always right, mm-hmm, especially when it comes to electronic stuff. Yeah. Not really to life advice. I stand by mine. But when it comes to electronics, you are always right. Now what I'm wondering is, can I take it to a different Apple store and lie about what happened? Yes, absolutely. Really? I mean, I would. Why give it? Why not give it a shot? Okay, because I'm just unless wondering. they put your information in the computer. That's what I'm wondering. Do you think that they put the? Co- did you see them type anything? Or uh, did they? They check you in to a Genius Bar appointment. So did you like have to give them your Apple account info or like your info on the computer? No. no. Just go to a different Apple store and be like, I don't know what happened. I just got back from vacation. I was in Toronto. <laughs> And uh, when I got back, now my computer just won't start up unless it's plugged in. Like, it shuts down when it's not plugged in, and the date won't change. Do you guys have any idea what happened? <laughs> and that way, it'll be completely be like, well, dude, I didn't spill anything on it. What are you talking about? It was in my backpack. Oh, like, I would love people's advice. I'm so torn about that. I'm just so broken up because now I'm like, fuck, do I lie? Do I lie now and go back? I mean, I'm going to tell you this, though. Part of my theory Jessica is... Jessica Garden turns like yes. Yeah, I lie on stuff like this all the time, but I always expect bad karma to come and bite me in the ass. So, like, later on in the week, I'm going to, like, make this really exquisite cake or something, and I'm going to trip and drop it on the floor. Like, that's just an example of something that'll happen. And I would go, all right, cool. I stole $1,000 from Apple. The universe makes me drop this cake. Now it's equal. Like, that's what you got to plan on. So just plan on bad karma coming, but who cares? I don't know. If you want to tweet us, you need to be following us on social media. I'm on Twitter, at HeyFrase, H-E-Y-F-R-A-S-E. Sammy's on there, at the Sammy K. He's on with one Y, V S A M Y K, and that goes for his Instagram and Snapchat. Everything. 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 Uh, I'm on Snapchat, Hey Frage Show, and Instagram under Hey Frage. Leave us a comment because I would like to know do you think I can just lie to them again? I'm so torn. I'm Why just going to have to you? bite the bullet, I think, and pay $700. Because I, I can't, because I feel like they're going to, I feel like what happens is, especially when you admit water damage, that they probably made a note, because they probably know people are going to go to another store. So when I walk in there and I go, hey, I just came back from Toronto. At least, look, at least in the long run, here's the thing. They may in the long run end up charging you anyways the same amount, because they're like, hey, by the way, your computer has water damage. But at least it makes you have a better chance of them actually doing it and taking care of it on Apple Care because they assume, well, maybe it wasn't her fault. <sighs> but now that you said it was your fault, and now, look, I bet you walked and you're like, hey, what's up? I'm Sarah Frazier. I host this podcast called Hey Frazier Live at the Improv. You guys listen? Well, anyways, I'll do the podcast. <laughs> I totally dumped water on it. We talk about it on last week's podcast. You can totally check it out. <laughs> Yeah, but that would be excellent promotion. No, I actually, I never get mad at people doing their jobs. I, I've really become very USA in my oh, really? in my later years. I go really, really nice to really angry to really nice well, again. I, I show like to do the bipolar thing. I mean, I said to the guy, I said, $700? I go, I've been a customer here for years. You can't give me a better deal than that. And this douche was just like, I'm sorry, ma'am. Well, I'm because, sorry. hold on, in his defense, like, Sarah... If I was him and you told me you'd been a customer there for years, I'm like, well, thank you. You're one. You are, you, you're right. You are right. You are one of only 100 customers Apple has had over the past 10 years. And we appreciate your service as a local small business that we are. Whatever. Whatever. I want to do some shout outs. We got tons of email over the weekend. Tons. Uh, Emily and Tucker, thank you guys so much. They say that they've been with us, Sammy, since podcast number one. Mm, what's up, Tucker? What's thank up, you guys. Uh, also, Lindsay says hi. Lindsay wanted to shout out. And then Paige emailed me and she says, I've been looking for a new show to listen and always love you two together. I'm on episode three of your podcast right now and love it. Makes me laugh and is helping th- me through my Monday commute. Oh, True. it gets so much better, too. I learned how to use the computer like by episode seven. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, the sound gets better. Yeah. A lot of people have said that. Um, she goes, you have a fan. I love that all the podcasts are always available because now I can listen to them anytime. That's the beauty of the podcast. That's what it's all about. Binge listen. So many stories, Sammy, from over the weekend. I know I didn't send this to you, but have you been following the Bette Midler-Kim Kardashian feud? All I know, because uh, I wasn't really paying attention to anything yesterday going on, but okay. all I know is that somehow Kim Kardashian posted a naked picture, and then Bette Midler made a comment about her. Oh my God, Bette Midler had the best line of all time. She tweeted at Kim Kardashian, if you want to show us something shocking about your body, you're going to have to swallow the camera. Real quick, can we something just also mention again that Mix 107.3 still has not changed their text message? <laughs> This is just like, every time I go to open up my internet, it just blows my mind. They still have not changed their text message password. Even though we've said this oh so God. many times, and we've texted God knows how many people. I mean, on it, well, they must be onto it, because we write back people all the time, hey, dick People walk. have to complain at this point. Like, <laughs> Wait, write some of the back. What were some of the great things you had, nicknames for your and Something like muscle, no, yogurt slinger. Oh, my yogurt slinger? This is Jack. Yeah. I would love you want to you. touch my yogurt slinger? <laughs> All right. Oh, my God. It was so bad on Saturday night. I was like, ay, ay, ay. Oh, God. Um, anyway, also, speaking of schweens, are you, is your penis okay? Oh, I never went. I, Why are you not going? Oh, my God. Are you kidding? Sammy, don't. You're going to give me a heart I attack. think it's just like a little mole. Like, it's kind of like faded away. So I don't know what it was. You have to go. I don't want to go. Oh, my God. Sammy, please. Get that camera out of my face when I'm talking about my schween like this. <laughs> Sorry. You guys don't realize that. What? The intern just intently just, like, turned it on me and got it. I was like, no. Seriously, I want you to go because I'm really worried. That's my biggest fear. I'm I fine. feel like I adore you so much. I don't want anything to happen to you. What if that's a cancerous mole? Can you please go? I'm going to be really worried. I mean, yeah. I'm going to go to a doctor at some point. Well, can... So you swear it's faded? Yeah, it's fine. You thought it was a skin tag, I too, picked right? at it for a while, too, just to kind of make sure like it wasn't, you know? And like, so gross. Yeah, it seemed to be fine now after I picked at it, so. Uh, okay, well, please, when is your next doctor's appointment? Because you are turning 30 this month. I told you, Sarah. I don't know. I haven't gone to a doctor in years. Really? Oh, years, yeah. Oh, my God, please go. Because I told you, last time I went to a doctor, I requested that they give me, like, the full prostate and everything. So I was like, I know me. I don't know when the next time I'm going to be back at a doctor, so you might as well get it in now. And they refused. Well, you were only probably 25 at the time. Yeah. You're not going to do that unless you have a history. Yeah, but I just was like, hey, guys, trust me. I know me. I probably won't see another doctor until I'm 35. So just, like, give me a little checkaroo now just no. to make sure. Well, I want to talk Kim Kardashian, Bette Midler feud, because now there's a rumor out, and our intern Jessica probably follows this story, um, that Kanye West actually wrote back to Bette Midler, and that it wasn't Kim Kardashian. So I want to I want to get your thoughts on, like, if you think this is ridiculous, because I just feel like, why is this even a Twitter feud? Why is Kanye West even responding for Kim Kardashian? Because he's now known for his Twitter feuds. Okay. So, like, he won't let anything die. He'll go after everybody. So, there, I'll, I'll tell you the whole story, right, and then right. you can comment. Also, Paul Wharton, our friend Paul Wharton, who is a local D.C. celebrity, is going to be back on the show today. We decided after last week we're going to do a unofficial Hey Frage Real Housewives of Potomac casting. Mm -hmm. So, you can make a video, and you can submit it between now and next Tuesday. Paul casted two of the members of Real Housewives of Potomac, and they are looking for new members. So, look, we can't, like, promise you, but we can kind of promise you yeah, that you know. Bravo will see your tape, and we're going to pick them. 
I'm excited. And I want the craziest of the crazy. Like, I want to make Real Houses of Potomac the best Real Housewives show of all time. I do, too. I do, too. Um, so we'll get to that. He's going to be on today, and we'll talk to him about what you need to do in that video and then how you can submit it. Also, our T-shirt post went up last night on my blog, which is HeyFrage.com. And now people want a T-shirt contest. They like your T-shirt, but they think we should do a female version. And then my mom weighed in, and she has a T-shirt idea. Oh, God. Gosh, okay. <laughs> so my mom wants your idea, Sammy, for the T-shirts was to take a picture of us doing the podcast. Yeah. And from afar, it looks like a picture of us. It looks like a picture of us. But when you get closer, boom! It's just like a bunch of cuss words. <laughs> a bunch, a bunch of cuss words, so a bunch of you, really vulgar words yeah. over and over and over again. So when you get real close, you go. Cool. My grandmother cannot read this. She would be very offended by this. So my mom had, she loved your idea. Only she thinks the word should be made up of all of the listeners who have supported the podcast and anyone that has had an impact on our life. <laughs> I'm sorry. What? what? My point is, do you think we should do it? To, what do you think, Jessica? Do you like that? Sentimental's bullshit. No one's going to buy it anyway. I thought that was a good idea. I liked the idea of putting our listeners' names on the podcast or on the podcast t-shirt because then I thought people are going to look. But from that, people also now are asking for a t-shirt contest. So they want to do your idea and then a listener uh, drawn no, or listener No, it's got to be with. something that somehow it offends. Like, I want these shirts to be so, like... I think our second shirts, our third shirts, because I see a bright future for us here on the Hatebridge <laughs> podcast, you know? And so oh, I good, feel like thanks. our second and third shirts, okay, we can maybe do something a little bit normal. I want these shirts to be so controversial that they're banned from the public from public site. You know what I mean? Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So that's why I just want it to be like Yogurt Slinger a million times, like all across. And that's what it says. People are just like, wow. I think you had some pork muscle, pork fingers. I don't know. Pork sword. <laughs> Pork sword. That was it. <laughs> Please quote me correctly. <laughs> Sorry. Whatever. Anyway, look, if you want to weigh in, check out the blog, heyfrage.com. And should we do a t-shirt contest? Because now people want to do that. I did like the listener one he sent in, though. That one did was you cool. like the That logo one? was pretty cool. I'm I not Maybe lie. we should use Ed's. Ed's is on the podcast page on the website, too. So check that out. I mean, it Ed's. wasn't as good as mine, but if I had to pick someone that wasn't me, I would say Ed was pretty good. So I thought of you over the weekend. There's a guy who is now traveling the country with absolutely no luggage. Awesome. And I thought if there was one man who could rival Jonathan Yevin and do this without any luggage, he basically has a tote bag. That's all he takes. That was me. Where? I, like, I went to New York this weekend, and I only took a, I literally took a man purse. Like I took a tiny itsy bitsy Pepe jeans man purse that my aunt that my aunt bought me. Are those still even made? I don't know, but Pepe my aunt bought jeans. it for me, and I was just like, "Where the hell did you find this?" And uh, yeah, that's all I took with me. And I was like, I can shove so much in there. Like that's all I carry around with me now. This sounds amazing. I don't know how this guy does it, but there's a whole article on her, on it. He's a globe trotter, and he's a minimalist. He says that for years he traveled with multiple luggage. He even, in fact, hiked one time when he was in Africa with an 80-pound backpack. But once he came back, that was it. He said he was done. No more luggage. Now he travels the world no matter where he's going. He figures out the climate, wears one outfit, maybe tucks two pairs of underwear in his tote. Oh, that's a, a toothbrush. Well, he says you don't even need that. He basically only takes like a toothbrush and a comb with him and some toothpaste. Yeah, what I usually do when I travel is I will wear that one pair of pants. I'll take like three pairs of socks and like an extra t-shirt. 
and that's about it. Yeah, that's like all. And that's how I travel. Like I travel around like. When I went to Paris for that wedding, outside of the suit I had to bring, that's all I brought was one extra T-shirt. Uh, he says, really, all you need is super comfortable clothes, lightweight pants that can zip on, zip off, um, and then depending okay, on the climate. No, I don't wear zip on, zip off <laughs> pants. That's ridiculous. What is this, 1992? Well, no, it looks like it looks like they're just basic cargo pants, maybe that you'd get if you were at Patagonia or something. That kind uh, no. of those lightweight. I wear the- like jeans. Like I make it so I can actually go out and um, socialize in public. I don't have to be in some you know mountaintop. Well, he kind of wears these more tan pants that look like they'd be from Patagonia with a couple of pockets, you know, on the sides. Very Indiana Jones-esque of him. Yeah, very Indiana Jones-esque. That's Mm. sort of what he goes with. I just thought that was amazing. Uh, So he says, all you really need to bring, when it truly comes down to it, people way overpacked. It's ridiculous. And of course, does this happen to you? Well, it doesn't, probably, but it used to happen to me. I would pack and then only use like a quarter of the stuff that I really Uh, put on. When my mom used to pack for me, because she would pack these huge suitcases for me, and I'm thought like when I was like a kid, kid, right? I would go there, and I'd be so frustrated because as a 12-year-old, 13-year-old, mom would make me carry my suitcase. And it'd be this huge suitcase. I'm like, Mom, I don't need all this crap. <laughs> I'd only use, like, a quarter of it. So once I got in charge, then, yeah, I downgraded. Like, I think the most I took is, like, a duffel bag before. Well, he says when it boils down to it, what people really only need is an ability to carry their passport. They need an ability to keep some money, a toothbrush, their phone, and a phone charger safely tucked away. Yeah, but this guy probably smells like all hell broke loose. <laughs> Because if he's like, that's what at least, like, when I was traveling around Asia for three weeks, I at least took extra clothes because, A, you're in hot climates and you are going to sweat. So, like, I had to change my shirt at noon almost every day. You know what I mean? Like, around, like, in the afternoon, I changed my shirt every day. Put on a new one. I have to wash that one and just let it dry for the next morning. You know what I mean? It's like. Well, he's, he's saying a couple pairs of underwear because if you change the undies every day, yeah. you keep the pants going. Yeah, but that's the thing. Those pants are going to, like, you got to take the pants off and the shirt off at some point and actually wash it. Like, you know, well, and it's I think really that's, sweaty climates. Like he's he's talking about going to really sweaty places, Sarah. Yeah, no, he is. So, but I thought that was amazing. I think I could actually go to Paris with one outfit mm-hmm. and just some different undies. Um. Okay. I don't think you need the different undies. I think that undies are a waste of time and a waste of space. What? Oh, I go caliendo oh, everywhere. No? Oh God! I oh. told you, underwear should only be used for two occasions: funerals and weddings. Those are the only time that I really can't afford my nuts to pop out. <laughs> Like, every other time, it doesn't matter to me. Women, like, it's whatever. Yeah, but women have other challenges. We can't really not wear underwear. Really? How? Yeah. Well, if anything, well, you have less challenges because you don't got two little guys to keep up there. No, we do. You have more of that monthly visitor. Yeah, that, but, okay, but still, how is that really going to Is that really gonna help? Uh, yeah. A little could, millimeter inch thick uh, yeah. layer of cotton is really going to help. Well, you know, depending on your flow, you need a lot there. Like, you need, like, a layer of a pad. You need, like, a tamp. You, you can need a lot. the fuck is wrong with that? <laughs> it's a sorry, lot more than I've heard anyone sorry, else ever what? use. Like, I, I've lived with one my no. entire life. I've never heard of people doubling up. You double up? Yeah. Oh, my God. Sometimes there's tons. You have to. You have you. to? Uh-huh. Thank you. People know a heavy flow. Yeah, there's no way women could travel without Jeez. underwear. Yeah. Except for after you went through menopause. Then you could. But still, I don't know. Lucky you. All right, well. Uh, there's lots of rumor this morning that that Kanye West is behind Kim Kardashian's Twitter rant that went off on Bette Midler yesterday and last night. Uh, so Bette Midler had like a really, really genius tweet about if if Kim wanted to show more parts of her body, she'd have to swallow the camera. <laughs> and this was over the weekend. <laughs> See, I so thought the good. line was great. That's so I thought good. the line was so good. Because over the weekend, Kim Kardashian posted a picture of her post-baby 
body. And but everyone was like, "Oh, Kim Kim Kardashian naked." But on the, her Instagram, she still photoshops like a black mark over her nipples and then something over her hoo ha. You couldn't see everything. So, so I don't get why. But at this it was point, so, what does it matter? Like we've seen her like this a million times. I agree. Well, that's what Bette Midler's whole point was. Is like, look, this isn't mind blowing. You're if you want to do mind blowing, swallow the camera for God's sakes. Um, but anyhow, Kim Kardashian goes off. Sorry I'm late to the party, guys. I was busy cashing my $80 million video game check and transferring $53 million into our joint account. That was kind of referencing that she's paying Kanye's $53 million yeah. debt. Uh, she's also still going this morning. At Piers Morgan, never offered to buy a married woman clothes. That's on some Ashley Madison type shit. Hashtag for research. Uh, hey, at Bette Midler. I know it's past your bedtime, but if you're still up and reading this, send nudes. Hashtag just kidding. She also goes on, hey, uh, Bette Midler, I really didn't want to bring up how you sent me a gift a while back trying to be a fake friend. Then come at me. Remember Hashtag that, deja vu. Remember that theory that you had that Bette Midler was going to be like this huge humanitarian. I mean, not sorry, that Kim Kardashian was going to become this huge humanitarian. <laughs> I did. And like Angelina Jolie. <laughs> this is who your Angelina Jolie is, Sarah. That is ridiculous. Are you kidding me? Why is she even going after people? Like... She posts a well, naked picture of herself. You're going to get hate. That's it. Like, who the hell does she think she is that, what, she's not going to get hate for that? Everyone would. If the Pope posted a selfie right now, <laughs> nude, and his balls are hanging out, guess what? Even he would get hate for that. Everyone gets hate for that. That's just, that's just how the Internet is. Well, I just, I think the whole thing is, it's probably not Kim Kardashian. It's probably, actually, Kanye West. But. Con- Kim goes, all right, I'll give you a million dollars for every word you can spell correctly. <laughs> By the way, Bette Miller's original one, verbatim, was Kim Kardashian tweeted a new selfie today. If Kim wants us to see a part of her we've never seen, she's going to have to swallow the camera. The, uh, her tweet, Bette Miller's, had over 90,000 retweets. That's amazing. And that over 122,000 favorites. I mean, how do you think it feels to wake up in the morning knowing that the only people that like you are the people that you pay? Are you talking about Kim Kardashian? Uh, clearly not Bette Midler because everyone loves that girl. She's awesome. <laughs> oh my god, I love Wind Beneath Bette My Midler. Wings. Oh. Well, I was actually hoping today we could use this story as an excuse to um, play Do You Want to Dance, which was off the Rose what album. What the hell? Which is one of my no. favorite Bette Midler songs of all time. Bette Midler, really? That's mm-hmm. the song you want to play? Mm-hmm. Oh my god, I love her. Uh, by the way, if anyone's a Carol King fan, I'm looking for someone. Sammy, we might have to take vacation in July. Okay. You know how you always tell me, I'm not taking vacation based on you, Sarah. No, no, because I told you this time it's up to you. But next summer, I'm, on, I'm in charge. Okay. <laughs> well, anyway, in July, Carol King, will you go with me if I, if I can't find a friend? Carol King is going to do the entire Tapestry album in Hyde Park, accompanied with special guest Don Henley. Oh, in New York? No, in London. Oh, Hyde Park, London. Hyde Park, London. She's doing like the songs from Tapestry in order. In okay. order. Oh my gosh, that's so big. Oh my, well, as you know, I'm a huge Carol King fan. Huge, huge, huge. Oh, I love this song. Oh my God. More than Bette Midler? Oh. Wait, so you want me to travel to London to hear shit as lame as this? Well, no, this is bad. I'm talking Carol King. Carol King is just as bad. Hold on. How do you even spell Carol King? Carol C-A-R-O-L-E King. Tapestry. All right, let's see what we can pull up here. Anyway, Tapestry, full album. I take it back about Kim Kardashian. I don't think she... Oh, I know this song. But this is it. This is the only song I know. 
Oh, you know her songs. Natural Woman. You know, she wrote that song. I feel like you know. Will you Will you still love me tomorrow? She did that song. Uh, okay, let's see. Let's see if I know this one. Oh, yeah. You would know. You would know. You. Oh, my God. Dude, it sounds like the intro to Law and Order. I love this. Dun, she's dun. a legend. How dare you? She's a legend. Anyway, she's going to do these songs completely in order of the album. I feel the earth moves so far away. It's too late. Home again. Beautiful. You've got a friend. And with Don Henley. When with Don Henley. Of the That'll Eagles. Be huge. Yes. See, yes. Sarah, I don't know what would be worse. Me going to London to have to see Carol King and some butthole from the Eagles or... Just staying at home. Like, why would I want to go to Carol King in London? Like, <laughs> because she's a legend. Tapestry. I told you know, what I want to do, but it looks like you're bailing on our idea now. Well, huh? the only music I do not know a lot about music, except for when it comes to Stevie Nicks, Bette Midler, Carol King, and Tapestry. You know, was probably the biggest selling album, maybe in the top five of all time. Tapestry. Yes. That sold over a hundred and something million albums, and Carol had that record for years. Years and years and years. I mean, that's one of the considered one of the greatest albums of all time. She's never been able to replicate. I don't even know that she did another album since that, because she's mostly a songwriter for other famous musicians. But oh my god. Okay. All anyway. right. And you said top five, right? Is it? Uh, it it was for years. Anywhere. I don't see here. Top top ten al- best-selling albums of all time. Nothing. What about female artists? Mm, honestly, I'm gone all the way down. Look, there's Adele. There's another Whitney Houston, like three Whitney Houstons I've seen. There, uh, I don't know what you're talking about, Sarah. I'm telling you, Tapestry was one of the best. Um, still, let's see if I can just type in the name Carol King. Oh, here you go. Thank you. Carol King, 20 million copies, 25 million copies. I believe it ranks number 38. Top five, though. <laughs> Shut up. It, it was way higher. I will find you the stats. I will find <laughs> That's the Get your damn water away from the board. <laughs> That's the water alarm. Get your damn water away from the board. Okay. I'm putting, I'm, what the hell is this? Yeah. That's I'm going to have to train you like a dog now. Just every time you play like a sound, that way you'll know. You're like, oh, no. Oh, no. Get your, get your, get your water away from the board. Get it off the table. Thank you. All right. That's the water alarm. You had me. I was like, oh my God, is the computer dying again? What the hell is happening? Yeah, get your water off the board before this one dies too. Oh my God, you cracked me the fuck up. We have two working computers (laughs) out of three because you've broken one, and now you want to put water in between the two working computers we have? I'll put it on the ground. Did you see the story from Whole Foods over the weekend? They got a bunch of shit for putting peeled oranges in a plastic container. Dude, I love this, though. Because well, me too. I don't see anything wrong with this Because story. here's the issue is the people that are complaining about it aren't the ones that Whole Foods put those in there for. You know what I mean? I agree. They put them in there for me, and I would buy them. Yeah. Like, it's not It's not the, the people that sit there and complain and write about this. I go, really? When was the last time you were at a Whole Foods? Bullcrap. You go to some farmer's market, spend $70 for a tomato, and feel really proud about yourself. Like, that's that's way different. Whole Foods knows their audience. They want something that looks healthy and is really convenient. 
And that's what they do. I mean, most people, you know, think about that hot bar. They have the biggest hot bar of any grocery store I've ever seen at every Whole Foods. I know. Well, and here's the thing. So just to give you a visual, if you haven't seen this, they will they will peel an orange and they put it in a plastic container and it just says fresh orange peeled for you. Yeah. Okay. So some people went, somehow they got pictures of this and they obviously must have gone to a, um, a Whole Foods and then posted how wasteful it was that the Whole Foods would sell them in these plastic containers. They can't come up with new technology. If only nature would find a way to cover these oranges so you didn't need to waste plastic on them. That was from someone who tweeted at them, okay? So that set off a firestorm where they then apologized. Huffington Post picked up the story. Uh, Whole Foods representative chimed in. A lot of our customers love the convenience of our cut produce offerings, but this was a simple case where a handful of stores experimented with seasonal product spotlight, and that was fully thought through. Um, we glad, we're, we're glad some customers pointed it out so we could take a closer look. So they're not saying that they are going to totally get rid of them, but I'm like, everything is there is cut up. And nothing is Pineapple, more obnoxious. And nothing's more obnoxious than sitting there and having to actually sit there and peel your own orange because your fingers smell so gross afterwards. And like, I don't, you know, I don't want to smell like an orange for the rest of the day. Can we get Paul Wharton on the line? Yeah, give me the phone. I'll let's, call him. Let's talk, let's call Paul Wharton and find out uh, what's going on uh, with our unofficial Real Housewives of Potomac casting. Oh, oh, hold on. You need his number. I need his number. Yes, that would help me call him. Here you go. Oh my God! That whole water signal—I had died. Keep your died. damn water off the board, off the oh table. Oh my God! That cracked me up. I can't believe. I can't believe I didn't lie to him the first time. You should have. I mean, that's the best thing to do—is to always lie to people. <sighs> I know. What's the one thing you've learned from Saved by the Bell? Lie first, apologize later. Hello. Hey, Paul Warden. Hey, Sarah Frazier. What's up? What's up? Sarah and Sammy. Hi, Sammy. Hey, Paul. I always, <laughs> you two have such great sexual chemistry. I love mm-hmm. it. Mm. Hi, Sammy. Hey, I Paul. just saw you on the TV. Oh, yeah. I just was doing Fox 5. Yeah, you were looking great. Oh, thanks. I'm experimenting with some new makeup, but I need different lights. You know, they were, they were you telling. You need new lights? Yeah, I need different lighting. Oh, really? It's okay. the lighting now? Well, yeah. Well, Paul, you know how this is. You look younger under certain lights, you know, and I need that. I do. I do. I mean, what a diva she's become. Now she wants all new lights, huh? Yeah. All new lights, all new equipment. <laughs> I'm going to have to hire Sammy to come into Fogs to hold up the lights. OMG. Oh, that'd be so good. That would be so good. <laughs> So what's going on? What are you talking about? Well, we had promoted that, you know, you and I had talked, and we want to do a little unofficial Real Housewives of Potomac Hayfresh casting with yeah. Paul Wharton. Because, as we told our listeners, you actually helped. And who were the two cast, current cast members that you helped get on the Real Housewives of Potomac? So the two are Karen Huger. You guys know who Karen is. Yes. yes. I love I watch this. And Katie Ross. Okay. I love the show. I watch it all the time. You know what? I have not watched since episode two, but I'm going to do right. Sammy, you too? Mm-hmm. Have you listened to Yep, I've watched it. Amelia, I've watched all 43 episodes. <laughs> There's only been five. That's what I meant. I've watched all five episodes. He hasn't watched but, yet. You know, he hasn't watched it. Well, what the world needs now, you know, we're going to help the world out with everything that's going on in the political you know, arena and with hunger and all of the other issues that are going on, we're going to help put another housewife into existence. Amen. So Let's take even, some attention off of the issues that really need help. 
Amen to that. That's the American way. Yes. Yes. I mean, we're gonna we're gonna do it in a very unofficial way. So basically, what we can do is we can do a call out for all the people in this area that think that they should be the next housewife. Mm-hmm. You know, the show is Real Housewives of Potomac, but obviously, based on Ashley, you don't really have to live in Potomac. But I guess you have to have some kind of connection to one of the ladies or to Potomac in some way. Well, I feel like they always say that, but then they kind of, you know, I don't know. They mesh all kinds of people together. You know, I feel like. Oh, it, absolutely. Absolutely. As, I mean, they could just have you show up at a cocktail party and, you know, next thing you know, one of the chicks takes you over and introduces you as their new friend. Yeah, exactly. So here's what we're going to do, Paul. We're going to have people make Mm -hmm. us a little one to two minute YouTube video. You're going to tweet it at Paul Wharton, W-H-A-R-T-O-N on Twitter and at Hey Frage. You can start today. Submissions, we're going to take them for one week. So starting today and then we're going to end this competition next Tuesday. So you have to tweet at us by the 15th. Um, And then you're going to pick two videos along with us. We're going to kind of review some of them on air and you're going to do your best to get those in front of Bravo execs, which you've obviously been very successful at. So I feel like people have a really, really great chance. They have an awesome chance. Um, and yeah, I, I did it with those other two ladies and True Entertainment is the, is the uh, production company. And I know just who to send it to at True. So let's get those tapes in. I want them to be fierce. I want them to be sticky. I want to see glamour, hair, makeup, lashes, Botox. Big lips, now, big Paul, hair, like all that shit. I've been thinking okay. of a way, too, that once you actually narrow it down to, like, maybe, you know, your top chunk, I have a way that maybe uh-huh. we can test them out. Like, I want to do a slap contest because I feel like every good real housewife needs to know how to slap. Yeah. So I'll volunteer right. myself income, just bitch slap me, and I'll, we can judge based on who slapped the hardest. Also, okay. I feel like you should definitely have them, you know, they have to look at fake designer bags and guess which one is the real bag and which one's the fake one. That's definitely a key it. to being part of, you know, the real housewives of Potomac. Have you thought about maybe having a talk behind someone's back competition so they have to be nice to you when they immediately say something that bad about you? I freaking love it. Yeah, see? I think we should have the finalist at UL's live show, and I think I should invite a secret Real Housewives of Potomac. I won't tell the people who. Yes! But one should be at your live show to meet her potential competition. Oh, yes. Yes. Let's go go all in on this housewife business. I'm down. We're getting no money off of this. This is unofficial. This makes no sense that we're doing this much work, but we do it because we love (laughs) the shadiness of it all. Exactly. We love all the drama. Hey, um, real quick, Paul, too. What what else should people put on this video? I mean, obviously, Real Housewives the Potomac follows etiquette. So, do you want people to share some of their best etiquette advice? Do you want to see? We'll obviously have the finalists in to slap Sammy in the face. Mm-hmm. But what other things could they put on the video that would stand out? Well, there's there's two things that I want to see. So, a Real Housewife has to have two things: either people want to do you, or they want to be you. So, oh. why would somebody want to be you? What is so fabulous about your lifestyle? that it should be shown yes. all throughout the U.S. and in other countries. Oh, my God, that's and awesome. And also, who you doing, boo? I want to know who you doing. What's your husband like? What's your boyfriend's like? What's your side piece like? You know, uh, if you're dipping and doing it with the with the gardener, yeah. you know, what's going on? I yes. want to see their total lifestyle, how they work, where they work, you know, who their friends are. Just talk about their life. Are they in the 6 to 8 range, the 8 to 10, or the 10 <laughs> above? I get what you're talking about. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, we right, got to know where to put you. Yeah. Right now. It's all surface here, baby. You know Sammy and me very well. So what would you put us in the category of want to do you or want to be you? Give it to Sammy. Ooh. <laughs> you really want to well, make fun of me that hard? <laughs> um, I would put Sarah in the, okay, I think you both have a little mix of both. All right. But I think, Sarah, you live a very aspirational lifestyle because you are doing you 100%. And every time that a wrench gets thrown in the plan, you recreate yourself and you come out smelling like a rose. So I think a lot of people want to be you. Ooh, okay. you are doing what we all want to do, mm-hmm. which is be independent and be creative and be fabulous. And I just think, Sammy, people just want to do him because they know he will be a freak in those sheets. Amen Who knows to that. What my Amen to that. Oh, my God. I mean, my can, safety can word, by the way. he must get? Dude, yeah, my safety word is John Lovitz, just to kind of put in perspective how freaky I get. So... Mm. Uh-huh. I was, mm. uh-huh. Everybody knows John Lovitz is a freak. Everyone knows so, he's a yeah. freak. So people want to be Sarah and they want to do Sammy. Amen. That's, that's the final word on that. Paul, tell us where people can follow you. You also have a modeling agency. You are always looking for new, great potential talent in the DMV. Tell us where people can find you and, and follow. I am. They can follow me on uh, Twitter at Paul Wharton. Uh, W-H-A-R-T-O-N on Instagram, Paul Wharton Style. My website is paulwhartonstyle.com and the agency's website is pwm2.com Paul Wharton Model Management. So that is what I'm doing here. I'm creating new shows. Actually, anybody that's a great personality, I mean, I'd love to them anyway. I'm doing a lot of work creating content for TV shows. So um, outside of the unofficial casting, I'm actually doing real casting. So we <laughs> might be able to find some new stars. Fabulous. All right, we'll be talking to you in a week with those um, videos, and we'll see what happens. Awesome. Love you. Hey, Phrase, and bye, Sammy. Bye. Bye, love. We'll talk to you later. <laughs> bye, bye, Paul. Bye. Hey, Sammy, I want to ask you now, have mm-hmm. you ever got herpes? From a mat. Have I ever gotten herpes? No, Sarah, because if I have herpes, unfortunately, it's not like you get it and you get rid of it. It's there for life. <laughs> well, I just wondered if you saw this story uh, that the high and school And also, wrestling- my question is, do you talk about, like, are you talking about an actual mat or somebody named Matt? No, a mat. Okay. Like a yoga mat, a wrestling mat. A doormat. Because- a doormat. All right. Uh, never no. gotten herpes I've from never a- gotten herpes from a, from, a, from a mat. All right, this story out of California blew my mind. Did you read this about the wrestler that says that he got herpes on his face from the wrestling mat and now wants the mat, uh, the wrestling match postponed until the herpes clear up on his face? Um, yeah. First off, uh, why doesn't he own the school at this point? <laughs> like, I just, I'm just so flabbergasted. How can you? Even- like, he has herpes on his face. Well, he was diagnosed with a form of herpes that left lesions on his face. Oh, my gosh. Lesions? Lesions. Um, They said this was at a high school in San Jose, California. Uh, The family says they want the weekend wrestling match postponed. The 17-year-old, Blake Flovin, said that he started getting symptoms after competing at a CCS tournament, and he believes he got the skin infection from another wrestler. Oh, my God. Oh, my gosh, Sarah. That's so nasty. I know. Uh, I didn't even believe that you could get herpes from a mat. Oh, God. Hold on a second. Let me relax. 
Oh, it's all over his face. You should Google that. No, I already did. That's what I'm just saying. Uh, you're right, though. The family is working with an attorney who's trying to get a court injunction to stop the state championships. Doesn't look like they want money from the school. They just actually want him to have the ability to compete. Can you imagine? That just scares me, though. You're doing yoga. I'm thinking of all these like yoga Pilates well, wait, classes. Hold on. Don't I'm you take your here. own mat, though? Or you're that person no, that doesn't. No, I don't take it. my own <laughs> No. I'll be down there doing the downward dog, getting herpes all over my face. Well, you already have herpes anyway, so it doesn't I matter. Do <laughs> to go from herpes simplex to herpes duplex, I mean, it's just an extra chromosome. <laughs> okay, that's... Let me just clarify. I have, like, the herpes simplex ones that everybody has. That's just, like, cold uh, source. Let's back it up. I don't have it. I don't so. know how you don't. Because I don't. Yeah, well, you're a critter. That's why. I told you. Immune. I almost got herpes once, and luckily the girl, like, stopped right before. She's like, I can't lie to you. I have herpes. We shouldn't do this. And I was what like. a stand-up woman. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> I, died. I literally got up on my bed and started jumping up and down naked. I was just screaming. I was like, dodge a bullet. You're so awful. No, Sarah. How, that's awful? That's, that's, the, that's how sensitive. Well, she was. She was opening herself up to you, and then you jump up and down and cheer. I believe she tried to open herself up to me, realized that would also give me herpes, <laughs> shut that down, and then I cheered. So I'm terrified now of getting herpes from a yoga mat. Well, I mean, don't do yoga. I'll be girl. doing the warrior one pose. Why don't you buy a yoga mat? Like, really, in because the, in the I scheme of things. I don't want it. I, don't, I, I am a minimalist as well. A I'm yoga sorry, mat you is know like, me. what, a yoga mat's like 20 bucks, maybe? It's the storage in my little one-bedroom apartment. I don't want anything. I'm, I have the house, you know, the, the apartment, the one-bedroom, decorated by my gunkles. I don't want anything out of place. You don't have a space under your bed? I mean, I could, but I just don't want any more clutter. I, and I feel like they have the mats. I don't want to haul the mat there, all this jazz. Okay, your choice. <laughs> I thought you'd get a good kick out of that. I just would like you to know, though, that Herpesin, okay, is $5 a package, and you're going to need one a week if you actually do get it on the face. <laughs> so poor kid. in you five should... weeks, you could have easily just bought yourself a fresh yoga mat and never had this happen to begin with. You should see this poor kid. It's, it's bad. What's your thoughts on the law student? who is suing the law school because she couldn't find a job. And it's been several years. She hasn't been able to find a job making any money practicing law. And she alleges that the court... Or, she must be horrible. Like, <laughs> she must be a horrible human being. This is a landmark case, by the way. Uh, her name is Anna Albadera. She graduated top tier of her class, passed the state bar exam, and set out to use her law degree and had spent $150,000 to acquire it. Uh -huh. But on Monday, in a San Diego courtroom that just yesterday, she will tell her story. She told her story, uh, which has become all too familiar among law students in the U.S. Since graduating from Thomas Jefferson School of Law in 2008, she's yet to find a full-time salary job as a lawyer. Now, what's landmark about this is a lot of people have tried to sue their colleges and schools, but none have actually gone to trial. Hers is going to the trial. It's first of its kind. And if she wins, it could open the floodgates for students to uh, sue schools who she's alleging they inflated their um, employment rate, graduate employment rate, is what she's, is she's well, they saying. Probably took a, uh, they probably took a, like a number from 1982 and just haven't updated it since, you know? She says that they would include, like, if, if there was an attorney that had graduated and was actually bartending and maybe working part-time at a law office, they would say that they were full-time law. I'm going to say this. I just want to give her a piece of, like, life advice, okay? Yeah, if you're going to sit there and 
sue your law school because you feel like with your law degree you couldn't get a job and it's their fault, make sure that when the newspaper shows up to take a picture of you, you don't look as bitchy as possible. <laughs> like, you should smile. Crack a smile so it looks like you're happy-go-lucky good. No. She, lo- she looks she looks like looks like, looks like a miserable human being. Like, why would you hire someone like this? <laughs> I don't and even think then, she most looks mean. Student, she looks most good. law people, go, like most law students, even after they have their bar, they go and they start off doing, you know, peon work at some huge firm. Like, why didn't she do that? Clearly, there's availabilities for stuff like that. There's always availabilities for that. And just because you're a, just because you, you can't a, when you get a hundred and fifty thousand dollar student loan, I mean, I still then you owe, can pay off little by little. Like they don't they don't come after you. They don't. They're not going to take your house away, your car yeah, away, or anything for a student loan. Who cares? It's credit. It's a made up number. Don't get me on. Don't get me. <laughs> don't, don't get me in. Don't get me in on credit right now. <laughs> it's another number made up by the man to hold you down, Sarah. I don't believe in that. Just like time. Okay, I know you don't believe in it, but then. What do you do? You have to have a credit score. I don't give a shit. I'll pay cash. <laughs> Where are you getting this cash? Drug dealing. Okay. No, Sarah, I'm joking. I clearly don't. Like, I clearly believe in credit. I just don't, you know, I just think that she needs to, you know, it's one of those things that just because you have a law degree doesn't mean that you're going to be a good lawyer. Like, I have a friend. No, I agree okay, with you, I but I do know think- somebody who has a law degree, worked as a lawyer, tried to get their, you know, tried to get started up a lot, and they were just horrible at it. They're just really bad at it, and they end up having to quit completely, and now they work in a completely different field. Yeah, but they've got a job. Like, she still wants to be an attorney, and she alleges. Not like a great, great job. But even, she's probably just a bad attorney. Just like, there's people that sit there, they go to Juilliard, they study their entire life to be musicians. And guess what? They just don't have what it effing takes. Even though they went to the best schools, had the highest GPA, da-da-da-da, like, she doesn't have what it takes. That's it. You know, give it up. Take a picture (laughs) that you don't look so bitchy in next time. And that's about it. Well, she. Uh, this is huge. I mean, if she wins this case, it will open it for a lot of schools. Do you know how many be... communication students are going to sue? Like, <laughs> think about everyone that studies journalism and communications in school. It's true. That's a they're shit all going to like. Well, I don't work for a TV, radio, or online publication of any sort. I'm suing, dude. <laughs> everyone that I know that studied journalism and cool doesn't actually do journalism. I, I didn't even study. I didn't even study communications, and I actually work in communications. Like it's a crapshoot. I think she just needs to go there. Like that sucks. You just suck at being a lawyer. Well, she says their mistake was inflating their actual job rates after you graduate. These are percentages, okay? Who the hell sits there and goes? Well, actually, they said ninety-two uh, percent. <laughs> she did. I'm looking. Only eighty-four people from my class of a hundred actually have jobs, so they must have lied. Like. But Shut up. You guys probably suck. <laughs> this is why people shit on us so much, too, as a generation, because of people like this. Like, suing <laughs> because you suck so bad. Like, go get a job. Like, you're in, she's in San Diego doing this, but she does, does she live in San Diego now? Uh, no, she, she, believe, she lives in California. Okay, yeah. She can make a job. She can make a six-figure job bartending or serving tables in San Diego. Right, but she's saying that's not what my degree was. And oh, here's the thing. guess what? My degree was in audio technology. I don't have to sit there and rewire and solder stuff all day long. You've been to college. You've been to college. So have I. I feel like... Been to is a very loose term. You're so term. close to graduating. You have, like, what, one semester left? Twelve credits. You are going to get your degree on this show. I can't wait. I'm so... Excited for your yeah, future. Yeah, from the University of Phoenix, probably. <laughs> well, that's fine. It's a degree. That's not a real okay. degree. Okay, come on. It'll get you a gig. I'll upset, You've already one, got a I'll gig. upset someone with that comment, so I apologize real quick. <laughs> you can send me a horribly misspelled uh, complaint What's letter. What's your email address? Wasn't it something like lick my ass? Complaints for Sammy K at gmail.com? No, I thought you had another one that was like X rated. Oh, yeah, yeah, what yeah. What was it? 
It's lickmyanus at gmail.com, I believe, or something like that. I gotta look it up, but... I'll email that one. Yeah, yeah we'll email your complaints. Um, but I was going to say to you, I don't think colleges, at least when I was at Mount Holyoke, I don't think they did a good job of really preparing you for the job world. I don't think they really gave you some serious experience and told you how hard the hustle would be. But that's not what they're... But I think you should... Uh, yes, I paid a ridiculous amount of money. That's what your parents' jobs are. That's what your parents... Your, your parents should be teaching you how to get in the real world. These people are supposed to teach you. I think people look at college as, well, I should learn everything. By the time I'm done with college, I am done. I am finished learning. I have learned everything I'll ever need. I should be successful. That's a complete lie. If anything, all the way up to high school, you learn how to learn. All they're doing is they're teaching you how to learn and how to learn properly, right? College, they'll let you focus a little bit more to let you see, okay, do you truly want to do this? And then once you get in your actual career, you should F up a bunch of times. You should suck horribly at it. You should probably get fired a couple of times. That means you're actually learning and you actually did what you were supposed to do with that degree. We know a lot of people that have a degree, and they think because they have their degree, they're like, but I have a degree, it should be easier. No, 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 you're still a moron. You're just a moron that paid $40,000 for a piece of paper. Like, Well, I do think, but I wish I- You don't, like that doesn't, that's not the end all be all, and people forget that. Just because you have a degree does not mean that you're guaranteed anything. I do think that schools though, whether it's high school or college, need to do a better job of helping people find their passion early. Because here's the thing, I do think, but kids are stupid. Every high schooler wants to become a professional athlete or a singer. Like, every high, every high school kid I know. Do you know how many kids in my high school were like, you know what, I'm going to be, like, on TV or, like, be, like, a coach or I'm going to be an athletic somehow or, like, on TV? No, no. I am the only person out of my entire – me and, like, one other person, I think. And this other lady does, like, community theater in, like, butt F Illinois somewhere. You know what I mean? Like, we're the only people that actually legit became, like, entertainers or, you know – Something well, along the lines of what we said we were actually going to do. I think the, that schools don't do a good job of helping you find your passion and telling you how difficult it's going to be. And there's going to be tons of because setbacks. Because that's not their job, man. Well, it should be their job, especially your, if you're paying $45 fucking thousand dollars a year. Schools are not there to knock you down. Schools are there, if anything, to sit there and to support you and to be like, hey, you Well, that's you know unrealistic. What? You can actually do this. You can you know, try your hardest. Cause that's what they're supposed to do. Then you're supposed to go home, tell your parents, you know what? I'm thinking I'm going to become a molecular biologist. And then your dad's supposed to sit you down and be like, are you kidding me? You can't even fucking add. There's no way. Like, your parents are supposed to be the ones to knock you down and teach you about the real world, not school. School is just there to help babysit and teach you when your parents have work to do. Okay? Oh, that's so bad. I, I totally disagree with that. No, and like, think- school is there to teach. They're not there to actually train you for life. I think they're there to teach you how to learn. You know, some of the greatest teachers I've had, they didn't teach me anything like, let's say, life skill wise, but they taught me how to deal with life situations. So the next time when they actually came up in my life, I knew how oh, to deal with good. it. Like a good teacher isn't going to tell you this is right and this is wrong. They're going to make it. So next time you question something, you're actually going to question it yourself as opposed to asking, hey, is this right? You're going to question and figure out the answer yourself. That's what I a good teacher that. will teach you. I just think a good university should be more well-rounded, especially a liberal arts school. Because I feel like when you're there, you're the you're Thomas Jefferson and... Law School in like... Where's so, that? It's somewhere in Missouri, Sarah. Okay. Do you want me to see what it's ranked on top law schools? Because I don't, I don't want to bring that up either. <laughs> but... <laughs> it doesn't matter. She was top of her class. And I think she has a good point. Yeah, I but being top of your class, to really? Top of your class at Thomas Jefferson Law School? <laughs> I wasn't top of any, I wasn't even near, uh, probably not even in the top 50, 50%. That's like being the, that's like being the valedictorian at one of those alternative schools, you know? <laughs> that's still- oh, oh, well, I was salutatorian at Juvie. What can I say? I've got a high success. 
Got a future. <laughs> That's a good start. I don't care where you are. If you're top of the class, you, Sammy, you give people no credit. I think well, because good. I'd like to know where the valedictorian and salutatorian of my high school are. I wish my college had given me more. Just at how difficult it is to work with other people, I think, is really tough in an environment. You have to do a job you're loving because otherwise life is but so... But that's your, your own work thing. Your like, so hard. I tell people so this. I dealt with that first job so well because I was in a fraternity and they were such assholes. <laughs> Like, I hated everything about pledging. I hated everything about my fraternity. Like That's how you survived that. That's, that's how I had survived, like, really dick bosses. I was like, dude, you still can't be nearly as bad as some of these douchebag sophomores and juniors in college that thought they were the man. And we just do horrible, abusive stuff to us. Like, Well, I wish I had had that because so, I didn't. I left uh, Mount Holyoke, which was this supportive women's environment. And then basically yeah. my first well, and second jobs were nightmares in radio. But then you but see the, the well, thing I took is it there, personally. Is it's not like the school taught me that. I just happened to seek that education and got it while I was at that school through a fraternity. I think sometimes I mean, people have to realize the options are there, the opportunities are there. You got to either take it or you're going to sit back, you know? Well, and it, we'll see how it turns out. I think. I don't know. I'm torn. I mean, I get what you're saying that I do think, I don't know, maybe she just didn't hustle hard enough. But then I feel like. There's someone there's there's someone that was in her class. There was someone that was in her like law like in her law class, okay, that probably graduated in the middle somewhere that's got a dope job because as opposed to sitting around studying and memorizing everything in the book, they went out, they met other lawyers, got real world experience, probably interned somewhere. You know what? Maybe they weren't top of the class. But they're the ones that are pulling down the sick salary right now. If you had to guess, there's a sleeper fast food chain that's now becoming a huge threat to McDonald's and Burger King. Do you have any guesses? Is it like sleeper, like sleeper cell, like a terrorist food chain? <laughs> So I was trying to think. Um, no, if there's a any, because no. Wendy, I feel like Wendy could be a terrorist. You know what I mean? Like, Wendy. like you look at her, like that's the person you least expect. So therefore, I feel like she could be. Wendy, are you talking Wendy from Wendy's, the red-haired pigtail? Well, what other effing Wendy do you know? <laughs> what other Wendy could there be? I don't know. I don't eat fast food. And tell me I this. No. But this, this story and who, actually wants me. And in. who insists on dipping your French fries in a chocolate frosty? Who? Terrorists. That's who, Sarah. Okay? <laughs> Terrorists do. Well, look, this isn't supposed to be a sleeper cell. Oh. But they're saying that the fast food chain that's a major threat to McDonald's and Burger King is Sonic. Oh, dude. Happy hour. They got hot dogs. What? Tots. I've never been there. Dude, Sonic, Sonic is, so is dope, man. But the problem with Sonic is it's so far. What do like you mean from so us, far? like from us, I think near Sonic, like in the D.C. area, it's in Fredericksburg, Virginia. There's one on New York Avenue, I think. No, that's a Checkers. Okay, get your Checkers and your Sonic <laughs> um, ride. They actually do look alike to me. Frederick that's is in so here. prejudiced, Sarah. Well, I, Why? Because they both serve burgers. They oh all look the God. same to you. Don't even start. Stop! I've already hashtag of- Sarah so white. She thinks Sonic <laughs> and Checkers are the same thing. <laughs> Oh, my God. Please. Now, if you would have said, you know... I don't need any more white Carl Jr. and Hardee's, I would have agreed with you because they are parent companies. I thought... It's hard for me to tell sometimes. No, Sonic. They're the ones with the really funny two dudes in the commercials, and they're always just sitting in their car. You get to pull up. Someone skates up to you, takes their money. They never drop their food. Okay, so they say Sonic Drive-In is the fourth, fourth largest burger chain in the U.S. after McDonald's and Burger King and Wendy's, as you mentioned. Um, the car hop chain is often left out of national discussion of fast food, but it shouldn't be any longer as their sales are increasing while McDonald's and Burger King have been struggling. As a 
opposed to most quick service change, which chains which are walk-in and drive-through, nearly all of Sonic locations allow customers to pull up, park at the drive-in, and then your food comes out to you. They also have a lot more options apparently Do than they the have Burger King. So I've much never food. been. You can go there. You can get like chicken wings. You can get a burger. Corn dogs. Corn dogs. I love the corn dogs. Slushies, desserts, tater tots. I mean. But the problem, like, I think my issue with it is that it is really far for us to get to because they need a lot of space. I mean, I've been, I'm like, I go to them in the south sometimes. Like in Florida, there's one by my dad's place. But in Florida, they have parking lots for everything. You know what I mean? Right. You're actually We don't have actual space here. Like there's no parking lots anywhere. And so to have a huge area that you need to be able to park 40, 50 cars at a time impossible. I guess people now want more personalization and customization. And that's what Sonic gives. So the brand is increasing. Oh, but at BK, they'll still give you onion rings instead of french fries if you want. I know. No, I don't know if they're real onions, but they do look like onion rings from I, the outside. I need to eat at a Sonic. I've never eaten there. You've never eaten at a Sonic? No. I've never eaten at a Checkers. I've never eaten at a Sonic. Can we just destroy your entire, like, <laughs> system no. one day? No. Like, one day. Mm-hmm. You and me, Sarah. I say you just do it. Let's let's say do it like Sammy Day, okay? Oh. We wake up. We get in the car, we smoke a doobie on the way, like go to Sonic out in no. Fredericksburg, get you eaten there. We come back, you know, go immediately stop by a Taco Bell on the way back, maybe pick up some mini, you know, quesalupas or something like that. Absolutely not. Why not? Because there's no way. Because here's the thing is, okay, we do that for a day, right? But it will take me five days to recover. My ecosystem is very delicate. I'm not going to lie. I'm still recovering from what I ate over this weekend. Yeah, like, exactly. You know what you can look through? Like when you kind of finish doing your thing, you kind of look back, you go, dude, that's like three days old. I know for a fact I have not eaten anything that color in three or four days. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, Yeah, well, you got to start eating well and taking care of yourself. Uh, you need to be around a long time. Does that, is anyone a doctor listening to this podcast? No, actually, is anyone here work for the Cuban embassy and get me to Cuba? That's more important to me. Hey, yeah, you sent us a note, right? Sammy wants us to go to Cuba and to do the podcast. I want to do the podcast from Havana. Did you hear back? Nothing. But I'm just going to stop by. I'm just going to start bugging them. Well, look, email us. You can email me if you want to comment ever on any of these stories. It's Sarah with an H at HayFrage.com. If you work for the Cuban embassy, if you can help us there. Or if you're Um, Hillary Clinton, you happen to have worked for the State Department at some point, you know, hit hit a boy up. Just trying to figure out how to get to Cuba. Okay, I love it. We will totally do that. Um, Also, by the way, we have to thank Teddy Beats, Dutch Diggler. I can't Uh, believe. No, hold on. First off. (laughs) You were calling him Dirk Diggler all weekend long, and I don't think I you remembered exactly who Dirk Diggler was, but... I don't know him. He's a porn star, apparently, you told me. Dude, in that movie Boogie Nights, Mark Wahlberg's character oh. is Dirk Diggler, like the guy who just whips it out at the oh end of the movie. God. Anyway, look, they got our songs up. Also, um, they're on iTunes for sale. Okay, so if you want to support this co- this podcast, this cast pod, download our intro and outro. This is the outro song, by the way. Teddy Beats and Dutch Diggler. You had the freeze right there, Sarah. They're on iTunes. Just search Hey Fridge. Bye, everybody. We'll see you manana. Ciao.